You don't want any room noise? Is that our theme music? <laughs> no. <laughs> that was that was me winding up to do the, an intro. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry to harsh your buzz. Welcome to Greed Watch 2018, a Common Rider O's <laughs> recap podcast. We are being forced to do this at gunpoint, apparently. I mean, I am. Oh, no. You should look into that. I'm Coriander Dickinson, and with me, we have Josh Akagan. Hello, O.O. And Adam Wasserman. Please note that I am blinking twice. <laughs> he's, he's holding up a newspaper with today's date on it. I'm being treated very well, and I'm very excited. Corey has, has provided me all the worldly ne- necessities and sustenance. <laughs> All will be well. Get back in the recording hole. Wacha, wacha. I I only have to do two podcasts a week. It's fine. <laughs> Sometimes oh. three. We need to bring in Amnesty International. Obviously, <laughs> this is terrible. These podcasting recording conditions are inhumane. Wait. <laughs> Wait, it's your house. You should have control over that. You'd think. You do have very stale gummies. That's got to be some. That that must. I know that's break. a real kick in the teeth. These, oh, literally, these these expired in in uh, June of 2017. Oh, you're aging. No. What are you are you dry aging them? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> this, well, these, these mean, gonna be ready in a few years. When, when I got them, it was already December of 2017. So I, I figure like they're not gonna get that much worse. <laughs> it's only so hard and, and difficult to chew they're ever going to get. I, I wonder if you were to leave them be like long enough, they would like go back. Like eventually, <laughs> eventually their internal composition would start breaking down entirely, right? And they would just soften back up. Yeah. I don't feel like I'm going to live that long. <laughs> for the for like the, the heat death of the universe? <laughs> yeah, to soften these gummies that back was- up. <laughs> For yes, entropy would... to have its way with them. Yeah. Hello. So like, I mean, I guess entropy wouldn't do it, so we're going to wait for the big crunch instead of the... I mean, also, they're they're sealed in this plastic container, which I've got to assume is keeping them, quote-unquote, fresh. Or alive. Or whatever. Fashion, a contract, and the strongest combo. <laughs> I got Western clothing, a contract, ultimate combo. Corey? Let's see. Mine is fashion, a contract, and the ultimate combo. So I win. Yay! How so? Because it matches. I, I got a match with one of you. Yeah. All right. Western fashion makes me think that we're going to see like a lot of lariats <laughs> and big 10-gallon hats and stuff, and that sadly is not the case. When you're in Asia, Western means something else? Yes, I, I, I understand that, but uh, a gal Do can you, dream, Josh? Can't she? Nope. Do you? Um... We start off with uh, Ankh and Uva just arguing about core metals. Get ready for a lot of people arguing about core metals this week. <laughs> it's true. Well, now Uva's on to Ankh's evil plot to capture all the core metals. Unlike all he was like, apparently expecting. Um, Ankh's pretty blasé about it. He's like, yeah, I'm agreed. I'm greedy. That's what we do. And Uva's like, you're right. We do. I'm going to get my medals back. I'm going to be greedy, too. Yeah, someday. Peace. He's, yeah, he scampers off, and <laughs> yeah, Oz is just some. standing there with the cheetah legs. 
Yeah. Just like, oh no, he's so far away. I don't know if you guys got this in your sub as well, or uh, if you're watching, you don't watch them with the subtitles, right? I do. Oh, okay. Did uh, did you also get Uva calling Ankh a bastard? No. No. I sure that did. Been good. I sure did. Uh, and I was like, that's a. Uh, that's tough. That's tough for a show for six-year-olds. That's real. Uh, that's real hard-boiled. So there's an ongoing debate, shall we say, in the fan subbing community uh, as to how to translate certain words uh, when they're used in children's programming, uh, as opposed to more "quote-unquote" adult fare, like I don't know, Dragon Ball. Uh, and some fan subbers will. You know, when they're subbing like Kamen Rider type shows and Sentai and things that are for tiny baby children uh, will use like really salty language for, uh, for English speakers. And then other people will criticize them and say, that's probably not the intent. And they're like, yeah, I know that's what this word means. And they're like, but it's a show for tiny babies. I'm sure they're not saying that. And everybody gets hurt feelings and nothing is resolved. The end. The Internet. That's the internet. We've done it again. Da. So Uva scampers off and is just like, we'll see about all of this, I guess. Uh, and then we throw to uh, Hina and uh, Yamano, a.k.a. Shopping Girl. I call yeah. her Rich Girl. I go with Shopping Girl. Well, girl. she's still broke and she's sad. Actually, no, sorry. It's shopping Lady. Oh. Oh. Fancy. She's not a girl. Not yet a lady. <laughs> but she's shopping because women be shopping uh hina hina tries to stop her from going into her quote-unquote mansion but yamano just wants to sit in an elevator and have flashbacks and cry oh she's real sad uh as we learned last week uh her family is bankrupt probably because all she does is buy things yep that's probably what did it probably uh, she's just not super sympathetic i guess um no nor I guess is she supposed to be, but this episode really wants us by the end to be sympathetic for her. Uh, and I couldn't quite get there, but moving on. AG is confronting Ankh about, hey, all this core metal stuff. He's like, it's like your underpants. Don't even worry about it. I'm raising my hand. It is not like his underpants. <laughs> no, I'm he's sorry. Not, he's not especially <laughs> greedy for underpants. I mean, he seems fine as long as he has at least like two pairs and one of them's clean. That's like the bare minimum of underpants you should really have. No, nor do underpants give you amazing transformative powers uh, and cool suits and cheetah legs. Ooh, like, I mean, like, sometimes they do. I, maybe there's some Canadian underwear Un that I hear to uh, not Yeah, aware of. under what context? I, 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 do there's got to be a minimum of one anime with magic underpants in it, guys. We are... Once I, can we think find of, it? I can think of one. Oh, of course you can. What, what is I can't it? remember what it, it was called. Is it Chubra? <laughs> No, it was it was it was it was like I don't know, fifteen years ago or something. It was an OVA series about a a, real, a girl who's really good at video games, and she had like um, special panties. And sometimes she would do a special move while playing a game, and she would be like upside down, and you would see them. And I only watched like I think one or two episodes of it because it was kind of trash. Uh, we're making an announcement. We are ceasing uh, recapping Common oh. Rider OOO, and we are moving on to what sounds like perhaps one of the most important art works of art of the 20th century or 21st century. Oh no! If we're switching to like something atrocious, we're we're doing Keijo. Ooh, I don't know what that is because is, of course I don't know what it. Tits and ass fighting series. Oh, is it yeah, tits versus ass? 
No. It's nope. so good. I I know, but I can't watch it. It's too much fan service. It's all fan service. Yeah, that's too much. For fans of bodies? Like, what are we talking about? Oh, yeah. Fan service is like a term of art. Uh, that oh, no, I know to... what that I know what that means. I mean, what oh, are the sorry, But in the thing. series Keijo, okay, so the Keijo fighting league involves women going out onto these platforms that are floating in a body of water, and they have to either knock their opponent off into the water or get them to touch uh, the ground, the platform, with something other than like their feet. Yes. But they can only contact each other using their butt or breasts. Huh. So you get to see someone do a judo throw with a nipple. Uh, I mean, based, I'm sure it's hilarious. Based on the works of Emily Dickinson. No, I don't know. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It doesn't sound like there's not. any dick in this show. Anyway, sorry. Boy, oh, ho, ho, ho. Anyways, we get some charts that explain the makeup of the core metals. It's like, hey, all these dudes have three. The end. Yep, pretty much. I wanted like a schoolhouse rock to explain it to me. I feel like if you haven't kind of figured that out by now, and this is a surprise, like, I don't know what you were you're doing Then you're the target audience. Yeah. <laughs> then you're right, six years old. Okay. Even then. <laughs> even then. Onk tosses uh, AG some uh, medals and is like, here, go knock yourself out. Uh, there's some monsters over there, and I'm definitely not going to Kogami's office to punch him in the face. What Kogami wants is 70% of the cell medals they acquire. Yep. For reasons. And AG's basically like, all right, be careful. Bye. Yeah. Have fun. Don't do anything reckless, he says. Yeah. Onk's like, oh, you have to go defeat that yummy that's in that apartment building that I didn't tell you about. And she's like, I knew it. It's always yummies with you. Knew it. Then we go to the peach pit, uh, where all the gre- <laughs> where all the greeds are hanging out. Uh, Uva shows up, and uh, he's mad as heck, and he's not going to take it any core. Uh, and uh, <laughs> sorry, uh, and he and one of the other greeds is just building a stack of chairs. Yep. That's some uh, that's some good business. That's some good stage business there. He's director. just putting some stools like on top of each other, basically. Yep. But a lot of them. He does call it a fort later. Yeah. When it gets knocked over. Oh, yeah. in mine, but it's it was a, a castle. terrible fort. It's, it's not real a, yeah, bad. Mine said castle too. Yeah. It's not not a, a great fort. castle. Not a great castle either. TBH. And uh, Kazari's all like, listen, <laughs> Uncle, Uncle lies. Uncle's a liar. Why are you believing him? And Uva's like, you're right, other liar. Why am I believing him? <laughs> They're, uh,. I'm like, Uva, you're too credulous, by far. Honestly, it's easy to see. And then Mazul's like, don't even worry about it. I got a plan. I'm going to get so many medals. It's going to be so good. They're going to hatch. It's uh, it's amazing. It's, uh, it's not amazing. It's amazing that these uh, these greeds are capable of doing anything. And it is not difficult to believe that they were all captured in the first place. It's true. As far as bad guys go, they only seem like C, C- minus at doing evil. It used to be a lot easier. People didn't have cell phones <laughs> back in the day. Oh, true. And then Uva, like a jerk, knocks over all the all the stools. Yeah, what a jerk! And then the guy's like, "My stools." Oh no, the gray guy whose name I can't remember. Gamel, Gamera. I don't Gar- know. Gamera. You know? Gamora? Did you guys know? Did you know Gamora? that Gamera is friend to children? Yes. Okay. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> Who the Moving hell on. do you think he you're lives in a to? volcano? <laughs> That's great. <laughs> He's really neat. 
and he's made of turtle meat. Back to shopping girl. Uh, yeah. She is. Uh, she's just sitting around being real sad about being poor. And then in, I don't know if this is what they wanted to convey, but the scene ends very abruptly with her just hugging her possessions, as if to oh, say, yeah. "Come to me, come to me, my children, my beautiful, beautiful possessions. I love you more than anything else." And this causes the big sack of uh, eggs to drop because she's being greedy. Now here's the thing. I was half expecting her to like get back up to her place and all her stuff to be gone, like already repossessed. Like often happens in cartoons when somebody goes bankrupt and a big van shows up and the guy, they just cart away all your possessions as if when, when you run out of money, you also run out of the things you bought with the money when you still had it. Yes. Which has always annoyed me. I guess if you're bankrupt, they might take your, your, your possessions in, in lieu of, you know, monetary payment, but still. Anyway, it's kind of expecting her to have an empty apartment and be really sad because all her, all her shit was gone. But it was the opposite. No, she had all of her shit and she just wanted to hug it and tell it that it was pretty and that it was going to be okay. <laughs> yep. And outside, AG rolls up on a motorbike um, and is, I guess, summoned by Goto. Goto's just already there like like he's like he was waiting. Like he's like, he waves him over. Take yeah. you so long to get here. Goto always uh, looks like a little bit mad. About everything. He's got like that deep seething rage. Yeah. Like he's running five minutes behind for everything. Like he slept in five minutes that morning and it's just thrown his entire day off. I feel like it's more like he showed up five minutes early for everything, but everyone else was running behind. So now he's wasted 10 minutes. Ooh. And he's very disappointed. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's already identified the apartment with the problem in it. He knows like where it is, who lives there, what the egg sacks look like. He's totally creeping on rich girl. Yeah. When he reveals like the live video feed, I was like, oh man, <laughs> he hacked like the network or something. And no, nope. it's just another hawk can holding a grasshopper. Yep. You don't need to hack the network when you got cans, man. <laughs> uh, is there a can fighting series? Uh, and then, uh, and then no, but there uh, is he... one about cell phones. Where one of the cell phones is a police officer. Yep. Uh, um... What? <laughs> I'm picturing- it's not a show about cans. There's a show where there's a police officer cell phone. Yeah, but does that does that mean it's just like it's wearing like a little a little hat and has like a little nightstick and is walking around on little like on little cell phone feet, just being like, "What's all this then?" Or it does have no. little cell phone feet. It does have it's little, a flip yes. phone that transforms through the magic of CGI. Yes, and actually interacts with the real police. And there's an evil cell phone that hums its own theme song whenever it shows up. It's a really good show. We'll do that next after we get through 800,000 fucking episodes of Kamen Rider OOO. Also, at least some of it was directed by Takashi Miike. What? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. That's the reaction what? I wanted. <laughs> Wait. Wait, really? Beat Taka- is that be- that's Beat Takashi, right? No. 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 no, no, no. Oh, my mistake. It's the other Japanese director. Yes. The the guy who did Audition and the Phoenix Wright oh. movie. And he, so, sometimes he does like his own stuff that's weird and gross. And sometimes he does like really marketable stuff. That's weird. weird. That way. That'd be like David Cronenberg doing the, Smur- the Smurfs or something. Yep. Exactly like that. Precisely. I guess the Smurfs are kind of body horror in a way. <laughs> and then somehow actually makes like a, a good Smurfs movie. Yeah, I mean, nowhere to go but up. 
I don't know. I right. have, I haven't seen either of the Smurfs movies uh, because I there's uh, three. There are three. Yeah, I guess. Okay. There's the full CGI one that they made after oh, yeah. the two lo- mixed live action ones. It's good stuff. It's I just stuff. want somebody. To, maybe they've done this. I should check YouTube. Has somebody done like like a cut of just all the Hank Azaria Gargamel stuff? Because that's really all I want to see. I'm sure that exists. Yeah, just a super cut. Anyway, so what do we so what do we got here? Oh, and uh, Heat Vision and Jack go to there. Goto uh, tells Edgy. Uh, why don't we just kind of team up? We'll take care of this together. And Edgy is like, I don't know, because I promised Onk. I don't know if my dad's going to let me. I don't know. I need a permission slip from my arm buddy. Uh, <laughs> and uh, go to go like, how are you going to save the world if you can't uh, if you can't take keep one greed in check? Yeah. Got takes off and Edgy's like, the world's real big. He made her some observation like that. Yeah. Some some scorching hot take that the world is very big. Seems like a lot uh, of pressure. Mine was more like, oh, wow, you shoot high. <laughs> like, your your goals are large. I just want to get the thing in front of me taken care of. Yeah. Yes, it, he's very goal-oriented. Yeah, the translation mine seemed more like he was like, man, that's too big for me to understand. I'm just going to focus on what's in front of me. I mean, saving the world one step at a time. I don't really ever feel like the world's in danger. I feel like whatever this city <laughs> that it's taking place is in is being, like, mildly inconvenienced, and there's some weird shit happening. But like I at no point am I feeling like this is going to go global any minute. I thought you meant the real world. And I was like, seriously, because I do. Oh, no, no, no. Yes. Let me make it perfectly clear. The actual world that we live in is a uh, is a dumpster full of toilets on fire. And uh, I I cannot I cannot picture uh, certainly the United States of America making it another two years before our next election before going 100 percent Mad Max. Uh, but luckily, <laughs> luckily, I have like uh, a football helmet and some shoulder pads with spikes on them uh, for just such an occasion. Uh, I just finished watching the first season of Mr. Robot like today. Oh, uh, you may be familiar with it. It has uh, Rami Malek and yes. Christian Slater and Obama's still president. So uh, he causes like a complete takedown of like the financial industry with like V for Vendetta masks. And it was years ago. Yeah. 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 Whew. The world is big. Let's not so anyway. let's just not forget that, you guys. The world's real big. Uh, Hina tries to stop uh, shopping girl from doing more shopping because hugging her things has inspired her to get more things. Yeah, that's how that works for me too. Edgy uh, and Hina are both like, "Hey, uh, don't go anywhere. Don't go shopping. Don't go back to your apartment. It's filled with monsters." And uh, shopping girl just acts like. A real jerk here on a lot of levels. She well, is like, go ahead. Well, she acts like a jerk, but then she's also really freaked out that these two people won't leave her alone. You know what? Reasonable. That is reasonable that she's having the worst day of her life. And now two random people are like, hey, we're following you around for no reason. And we know what number of your apartment you live in. But we're cool. Don't worry. There are monsters. <laughs> <laughs> so she, she she throws a wad of cash at them like an octopus squirting ink and runs away. <laughs> I I want to make I now want to make rich people mad at me if that is uh, <laughs> that's a fantastic way. I'm just gonna walk around Beverly Hills and be like, hey, I bet you're really poor, and they'll be like, I'll show you, fistful of twenties. <laughs> I mean, might work. We'll try. Yeah. Um, the problem is yeah. when you get too much money, then you have to start throwing it at other people. 
The thing she doesn't realize is that Hina is a superhuman. <laughs> so strong. So he, Hina wrenches open the elevator doors and then realizes she didn't really have a game plan here. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. just like, oh, wait a minute. And lets the doors close. The best part is she doesn't even like pry them open. She just sort of puts her hands flat on them and just like pulls them with her tremendous strength, which I guess is really like tactile. I don't know. Uh, and would I would think would just break the elevator full stop, but uh, they're made of strong stuff over there in Shopping Girl's Mansion. Uh, so that's why she pays the big bucks. That's why that's why we're paid the big bucks, anyways. Uh, and uh, and uh, Shopping Girl goes back to her apartment, and then uh, in one of there is some. Look, I'm not watching this show for awesome writing, but I definitely there have been a couple passages so far that have been like, oh, that was thoughtfully put together. I also understand that it is being uh, translated uh, and sometimes a little wonkily. This speech that AG has where he has like the hot take that like money's fine and people want things and he's good with it. Like it's one of those speeches that sounds like He's saying something, but then you actually sort of parse it and you're like, nope, you just you literally could have just said the letter L for 10 seconds and it would have made the same amount of sense. <laughs> well, also, while he's doing this, he's like smoothing out the wad of cash that got thrown at them so that so that it looks all nice. And he is like, oh, I see what it is. You reach out for money with your hand that you reach out for things with you jerk. And he's just like, dooby dooby doo, sorting all my cash. <laughs> but then immediately he uh, undercuts like the assumption just like yeah. here give here. her back her money and then she's like yeah. ah shit i was a jerk in between this we throw to uh kugami's office uh where uh Ankh shows up ready to rumble he is arm strapped no cake count not yet i'll get not that yet he's putting a box on a cake mm, the didn't, moment we, we cut to that it. scene we didn't get to see that's it that's the yet. only glance of the cake we, we have at this look, point just let me look let me run cake watch okay you don't have to worry also, about cake watch <laughs> Kolgami's suit is amazing oh it's so, so shiny like, so shiny like a scale pattern it's shiny yeah. red I, and uh, I mean you have to have a lot of confidence to pull that off and let me tell you Kolgami has that confidence and then some Look, he's here to bake cakes and wear shiny suits, yep. and we and we don't know how many cakes he has or suits. Boy, he's got a lot of suits. Uh, that's one of those suits that, to me, simultaneously looks very expensive, but at the same time, uh, incredibly cheap. <laughs> I'm sure the wardrobe budget for this show is not particularly high, uh, but uh, I don't know if I could wear a suit like that. I would like to try, however. They have to spend most of the budget on helmets. Corey, do you need a shiny red suit? I do. Yeah, we okay. all do. When we start transitioning into doing live episodes, a thing that will probably never happen, <laughs> we will definitely all wear red shiny suits for that. You know, red's not really a good color on me. Okay. Here, here's what we, one of us wears a red suit, one of us wears a yellow suit, and one of us oh, wears a green suit. Brilliant. I call yellow. Good. I wanted green. Well, I guess, oh. I guess I'll take red. <laughs> you started uh, this. And I will look like one of the kings of comedy. Uh, <laughs> but which one? I mean, in my heart, I'd like to be Bernie Mac. Uh, but that, but hmm. who doesn't? Ooh. Who That's doesn't want to be problematic, though. Oh, I would. I mean, I would just wear the suit and I would be like, I wouldn't actually be like, I would not go the steps that, <laughs> that, 
that dummies every Halloween. We just had, I don't know when this is going to drop, but we just had Halloween. And so the day after Halloween, I don't know if it's the same thing in more enlightened Canada, but it's mm. just a parade of fucking dummies who wear blackface and are like, I didn't know it was bad. It's like, you did. You probably knew it was bad. Yeah, we, we get the same internet you do. I had a manager at my former job in Canada who... Um, he was a big Simpsons fan, and he'd done done a couple Simpsons characters. He'd done like Ned oh, Flanders, no. and he decided one year that he was going to be Apu, and he did uh, definitely do brownface. No, pretty much. And the voice. Uh, you know what? I just saw him walking around, and I chose not to engage. My dude, you cannot do that shit in the year mm-hmm. of our Lord mm-hmm. twenty whenever. Don't do it. It was, it was poorly thought out. Anyway. Yeah, shopping lady is doing as much shopping as she can from her apartment. She finally figured out that she can shop on the internet. And she's using the first internet shopping website, it looks like. It's true. It looks like a GeoCities site. It was just like one flying toaster away from being something that would be like on a fucking Amiga. (laughs) Buttons have to be large so people know what to click. And she seems to have crashed it by putting too many things in her cart, or it somehow knows how much money she has. Uh, if only she hadn't have thrown her last remaining money at those people. Although I suppose you can't put that through the computer, but just nothing you can do about that. And then her eggs hatch. Yeah, and uh, it's gross. And uh, I don't. What are they? Are they like, spiders? I call them baby mouth things. I called them fish slash slash face huggers or fish huggers, if you will. Uh, I was somewhere between like like spider scorpion mech. They're gross. Here's the thing you have to understand, everyone. They're gross. They're covered in fingers. And there's a lot of them. Tons and tons. And some of them are physical. Yeah. Like, they're not all CG. (laughs) Every so often. We'll get into it later, but uh, definitely one of my favorite things in the world is watching actors wrestle with inanimate (laughs) rubber props. Yes. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, that's great. That never makes me sad to see somebody with a rubber thing stapled to their outfit and just like, oh no, it's going to get me. Help. (laughs) So these things come pouring out of the, out of the the apartment. They shatter the window and come pouring down the building. So AG's like, oh, better henshin. And he's like, what just happened? Because she's never seen this before. And I don't think she even remembered that. He just did it. No. (laughs) She's like, blah. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm a superhero. I should have brought that up. I should have mentioned it to you. Although I guess with everything that he has seen in the last few days or weeks, whatever, like this has got to be pretty par for the course at this point. But the show doesn't care anymore. It cares more about what's happening with Kogami and Ankh. Yep. And Ankh's basically like, well, here's my plan. I'm going to murder you and then I won't have to give you squat. That's always plan A with Ankh. And he hasn't he has yet to murder anyone. It's uh, and I, I hope true. that check gets cashed soon because I, li- I like seeing some I, I like seeing some murders. Meanwhile, A.G. Uh, grabs rich girl and hauls her out of her gross fish thing filled apartment. Yeah. And brings her back and Hina's and he to Hina and he's like here and he's like, uh, you're A.G. Right. And he's like, oh, yep, totally. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm also a super robot dude, I guess, or whatever. Goto sounds the uh, alarm saying there's a yummy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so Kogami goes to whatever camera view he's viewing, showing a vending machine that Eiji is running up to, to go transform into a motorcycle for some reason. 
<laughs> I had, like, in this could, context, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, like, he's like four feet away. It's his go-to move. Oh, nicely done there, by the way. Yeah. Whether, and Kagami's like, hey, if you kill me, the whole metal system won't work because I control it with my mind. Mind powers. And we get some real sweet B-roll footage <laughs> of uh, Edgy yes. not uh, not unhumping a... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. The suit actor, you can't you can't unhump a vending machine, and he proved that today. The, the suit actor is doing a bang up job in these scenes. I just want to say, uh, it's beautiful. And the second time I watched it, I watched it at uh, two times speed because I'm a very busy man with a very strong hangover today. Uh, and so seeing him sort of run around and kick it and jump. All it really needed was the Benny Hill music oh, God. Uh, for it to for it to be the most perfect thing I've ever seen. He just straight up like puts it on its side yep. and straddles it, and it's yeah. just like, and now transform. Woo. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm trying everything here. <laughs> Meanwhile, Anka's trying to negotiate, and it turns out he's not very good at it. He's basically just like forty percent, and Kami's like seventy mm, percent. He's like fifty percent, and Kami's like seventy percent. It's delightful. <laughs> Kogami's having the time of his fucking life. It's great. Uh, yeah, Ankh would be very bad on Shark Tank. Yes. So finally, Ankh talks him down, talks him down, quote unquote, to 60%. And Kogami's like, all right, happy birthday. And reveals the cake, which has 60% on it in blueberries. Cake watch four. And Ankh is like, you son of a bitch. Basically. I like that his confirmation that 60% was a good number was happy birthday. Yeah. Not that bingo. He the cake. <laughs> yeah. It's always somebody's birthday. It's the de- what birthday is this? The deals birthday that they have just made? Like pr- yes, probably. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That seems about right. And then he demands a hundred metal tithe in advance from Ankh. And so Ankh <laughs> reaches out with his glove hand of- and just like vomits them yeah. out, like makes yeah. it rain. Kogami's delighted. Just fucking delighted. How does Kugami know what 70% of Ankh's metal stash is? Do you know what I mean? Oh, like I think he just picked a I just I think he just picked a sufficiently large number to make Ankh feel bad. Right, but I guess my point is Ankh could then just be like, here's four medals. That's there you go. That's 60% of what I got this week. Have fun. And then Kugami could be like, well, I don't see your friend riding any motorcycles anytime soon. Hmm. Meanwhile, AG finally gets to finally has the motorcycle transform, which is on its side and then sort of flips under him. It's it's pretty great. And Goto is is watching from around the corner and he's just sort of like not into these shenanigans and he pulls out a remote and transforms a different vending machine into a motorcycle and back, proving that Kugami's will has nothing to do with anything. He's just an even better liar than anybody else on this show right now. Or do all of like Kugami's guard get those special remote controls? I think the implication is that Kogami just pulled pulled a fast one on Ankh, making him uh, okay. think that killing him was not was not an option when it totally is. Uh, Ag gets on his motorcycle and drives the uh, the forty feet <laughs> to, to to the mansion uh, apartment buildings. So uh, because and not I, not only are the walls covered in spiderlings, but yes. all of the clothing has been ejected from the apartment and is flying through the sky like the apartment lost atmosphere. Yes, 
and rich girl is, and, and Hina are watching this and rich girl's like it's not my greed it's disgusting oh i'm disgusting and he's like no no we're we're the same you and i i'm i'm gross for my brother too this is not this is a very bad episode for analogies <laughs> underpants are not like Corey medals and loving your brother who you think is either dead or taken over by a monster is not the same as filling your apartment with millions of dollars worth of shoes and hats and whatever. Absolutely the is. <laughs> this is one the same to one thing. equivalency. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, Oh, my parents died and your father is now poor. Same thing. Yeah. I'm greedy for my brother, which is also disgusting. <laughs> And then she quotes A.G. and she's like, it's cool to want things. You just don't want things like, you know, too much. Just, you know, be cool about it, bro. <laughs> it's a real important lesson we're learning yeah, this week. Maybe yeah. my brother is is dead and disappeared because I was clinging too much to him. And then Ankh rides by on a motorbike. <laughs> real slow-like. And they have meaningful eye contact. <laughs> like the evil baby who torments Maggie on The Simpsons. Yeah. Yeah. Just slow yep. rolls by. This is unibrow. Yep. Oh, and then we also get uh, Shep and Girl's uh, backstory in that, like, we're rich, but we're not celebrities or anything. So when I moved to Tokyo, I kind of felt bad about myself, but then yeah. it felt good when I wore nice things. So I guess I'm not a jerk, right, audience? No, said Josh. I just have problems. <laughs> problems that and I then... fix with material gain. Look, I, okay, I can relate to this. I, I've bought I, I've bought lots of stuff to cover up my sadness. Oh yeah. yeah I have so many your... DVDs, guys. Oh yeah. I don't even know why I buy them at this point. Because right. I like commentaries. I like commentaries. Uh I have so many like box sets that I never watched that were so oh, expensive. Same. I have same. so many problems. What do you what do you uh what do you stress by, Corey? <laughs> yeah, Corey. Uh if anything, or maybe you're a well-adjusted person. Well, that's not or true. Or differently adjusted. Yes. Spending money is is often counter to my anxieties. Um, like my my default state is that I assume I have no money and um, cannot buy things. It's not that I covet the things; it's that I don't want the things that I can't buy. That must be nice. That's a good way to be. Good, good for you. Your anxiety. Making you thrifty? Yeah, it's kind of a nice nice side effect. I also don't like binge eat. Corey, you don't like to sit by a fountain and eat uh, supermarket fried chicken and just chill out with your with all of your snacks? No? <laughs> I guess not. I guess not. No, not today. Not. Or I've struck a nerve. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I am thinking about Japanese takeout chicken right now. Like uh, maybe I had katsudon yesterday and it was so good. Oh, mm, so good. Yeah, I just had shawarma. Hmm. It's fine. I might order ramen <laughs> after this. Yeah. Noodle Watch 2018. AG's having trouble with the the spider fish. Well, we see what he was going to use the motorcycle for as he drives it up the building. Uh, totally and, like, a thing you can do. Bicycle kicks yep. the spiders. And then is like, oh man, this is super inefficient driving this motorcycle back and forth along this vertical surface. <laughs> it's like he it thought cool. like like it would work just as well as it did like the last time. There was a big like big problem. He would like you know made an octopan pa can path and used his motorcycle. And like it should work again, right? 
Yeah, sometimes a motorcycle just isn't the best tool for the job, as cool no. as it is. And Anka's like, well, you could use a combo, but it might be too intense for you. And he's like, so he uses no. three greens. No, three green medals. And we get Gatakiri. Gatakiri Ba. And it's it has its own song. song. Yes. yes. Which actually Tatoba also has its own song, but like this one's better, I think. Okay. For could you uh Adam or Corey, could you please for our audience share a little bit of the of the song? It's like ga ga Gatakiri. And there's like gah. Yeah, there's like the there's like the um the count the medals guy like doing that and then there's a regular song also going on it's great <laughs> it's it's pretty rad and yeah ag's all green and and mantisy now and five of himself we get that in a minute i would go as far as to say it's oodles of o's uh Ooh. yeah he, oh exactly uh more oh 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 Ooh. uh he and he they fight all of the uh mech spiders in uh his their snappy new green outfit says um and uh it's a real it's a, it's a real good fight then the spider fish have had enough so they form one big spider fish by which i do not mean that there's one single looking spider fish now it's roughly the shape of it but it's made up of lots of little ones and it's not like when they when, when sometimes things merge together and there's just one big one it's still lots of little ones too and they can fly and have fire breath yeah, yeah. but but that's okay because uh in his in his green form all the ags just like jump kick into its mouth and then they're inside and they're just punching at ev- yeah. everything in sort of null space and uh, he's successful. He punches it enough from the inside that every single one of them explode. And I take it back. It's not that great of a fight. Now that I think about it, it's e- it's pretty easily uh, remedied. He was super OP for this battle. I guess my thing is, is that if you're going to bother to make this, if you have a swarm of something, I want to see it like take over the city a little. I understand that there's budgetary considerations, but like you want to see people running from this shit and them crawling all over everything and. And none of that happened. They just turned into a bigger version of themselves and got blowed up. I think it was a swarm in like the D&D sense where it's like harder to hit, but it's still like one unit. Yeah, you get like a, a model stapled to your costume if you get too close. Yeah, it's awful. You have, you have a bunch of them. You got to shake them off. Yes. And AG is so tired now. He's all he like... literally. <laughs> yeah. No, go, go ahead. ahead. Sorry. Nope. Oh, he literally does like the like the uh, the Daffy Duck uh, passing out like Thursday thunk, yeah, uh, and does a real a graceful slow mo swan dive. I don't know what the translation said for you, but he and I don't know if it was supposed to be nonsense, but he was saying something along the lines of "I'm back to myself now, and I'm just me." Yep, I'm gonna take a little floor nap. I I, I took it to mean like I'm only one person now instead of like twenty. Yep, yep, <laughs> and now I sleep. Yeah. And now a shopping lady works at a bakery. The and, end. And she doesn't have huge nails anymore because those would be inconvenient for work. I was concerned. She's rolling in a different kind of dough now. Oh. Um, thank you. Ow. That was terrible. Um, and uh, and this is like a happy ending. And uh, uh, Ina and her friends show up to just be like, hey, you work at a bakery now. That's great. 
and she's like, yeah, it is. Uh, and yeah, she gets a little more resolution than uh, Fatty Cat Pants, Mr. Overalls from a couple oh, yeah. episodes ago, where he's just like, take me to the hospital, but make sure there's plenty of food because I love food. <laughs> um, she she seems like she's really come out on the other end and is living a productive life uh, as a non-greedy asshole member of society. And uh, I don't buy it. <laughs> I think I think maybe if Mr. Fatty saw the fat cat that he turned into, he would have thought differently. But he was inside, so he never really saw how disgusting it was. Whereas she saw, like, all of her gross greed babies. <laughs> That's true. You're never the same after that. Uh, and then we throw across the street and... Uh, and uh, Edgy and uh, Edgy and Ankh uh, are standing across the street, just peeping like a couple of creepers. Yeah, because that's all they have to do when there aren't yummies running around. They just sort of stand and look at things. Maybe Hina needed a ride to yeah. the place. Maybe, oh, that's maybe true. they gave her a ride on a motorcycle. Uh, and Edgy's like, "Hey, everybody seems uh, real happy. Hina seems real happy." And Ankh's like, "Yeah, what? Whatever with that. I could. I don't care." I wouldn't know about feelings. What are you talking about? Shut up. Shut up. Anyway, I think combos are too dangerous for you. Yeah. Well, he says that with his inside voice. Yes, with his inside yes. voice. Maybe combos too dangerous. And then yeah. AG gives a sultry look to the camera. What do we think of this episode, fam? I liked it. Yeah. I like it. I like seeing a bunch of green guys. Um, I say this every <laughs> podcast, but don't get used to seeing a lot of green guys because they's expensive. Oh, you mean the uh, the multi uh, the multi the yeah that's multi that, guy. That's not an, that's not an attack that's going to get pulled off a lot. Gotcha. Well, I assume as we go on, he's going to see what all uh, each one of the power combos do. Yes, and also they're going to want to save more money on the episodes as they go forward. There's there, uh, there's a definite trend in Common Rider where the earlier episodes seem to have higher budgets to get people hooked, and then they're like, "All right, now we can just now we can just uh, cheap out a little bit." I love it. I love the idea that by like episode forty, it's just uh, it's just Ag and Ankh just sitting in an empty room, like just throwing bottle cards episode in a hat. after bottle episode. <laughs> well, no, they've already built those sets, so they don't have to pay that cost again. Yeah, but it's just like there's just a lot of episodes where they just hang out in the couscousier all day. And then, and then you hear something from outside and they rush off screen and it's just Hina and the, the owner talking about what an amazing battle's going on and then they come back in kind of bruised looking and they're like, that was a difficult fight. Eventually it just becomes a radio show. Oh God. <laughs> it's a podcast. Old school Gynax. Yes. Oh man, it's sound, sound only. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's an episode where they just stand still in an elevator for 25 minutes. It's just the storyboards. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> I would watch that. Yeah, I'm, uh-huh. look, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, what do we, what do we, what does it look like we got in store for next week? Oh, I don't know. So it looks like Ag's getting a job. Stay tuned. And then there was a trailer for a movie that we're not going to watch, and the, the the warning said spoilers for O's if you watch this trailer, and I didn't see any spoilers, but whatever. I thought it was an okay episode. I feel like they're getting, and I think it's because of the money thing that you were just talking about, Adam. I feel like they get like slightly dumber by 1% every week. 
Like I, I think st- the next episode arc is my least favorite thing. Ooh. There's a couple of characters who are going to show up eventually who really spice things up a bit. Well, stay tuned for next week when Corey's going to be real mad about stuff. Are you? And thank you all for listening. Yay. This has been Greed Watch. Yay. Bye. Stay greedy. It's okay to want things. Yeah. What you do with the feelings is what matters. The end. You can find me on Twitter at Absalar. You can find me on Instagram at Josh A. Kagan. You can find me on Twitter at Gold Sarcasmium. Yay. Goodbye. Bye.